It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience. And without robbing you of the joy, of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Wilson, you sent the game winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Coming up on this edition of Locked on Wizards, we've got to talk around the NBA, the coaching carousel, looking back at this season, and also some news that broke around Anthony Davis. We've got Andrew Salop on the show, former professional basketball player, host of Combo's Court Podcast, joining me, Renee Washington, for our Thursday edition. So catch all those details right here on Locked on Wizards. You are Locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Locked on Wizards. Happy Thursday. I'm your host, Renee Washington, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Joining me on the show today as we're talking around the NBA, we've got the one and only Andrew Salop, host of Combos Court podcast and former pro basketball player himself happy to have you on the show how are you 
I'm doing well. It was uh, great to have you on my platform, and it's good to be here. It's always great talking basketball with you, Renee. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm definitely happy to have you here as well. And now that the season is officially over, you know, I want to get your initial thoughts. It was. It seems like it ended as quickly as it started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. During it, it felt like it was taking forever. But then once it's over, you look back and it's like, wow, it's over and there's no more basketball. But uh, we should be right back with that, as we'll probably discuss at some point during this pod. But I really enjoyed it. And the biggest takeaway for me was the TV product. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I just think it was a better product than even when fans were there because, you know, they like advanced camera angles and all that stuff. I wouldn't mind watching it like this forever on TV. Obviously, uh, in per- there's no in person. So that would be an issue. Like I want to be able to go to a game at some point in the future. But the product was amazing, I think, with the camera angles. And I hope they could take some of that forward. Yeah, it was very, um, very neat how they found a way to still be very creative with it. You know, because it really did not feel like there were no fans. I think there were times the only series, uh, of course, the beginning of the restart, but at the end of this of the series of between the Lakers and the Heat, that's when it finally started to hit that there were no fans, honestly, because I felt right. like that was the moment normally when you're in the playoffs, when a team is winning, um, especially in the finals, you know, that's when you have the excitement of watching fans cheering and chanting and the players kind of hyping their fans up and vice versa. That So that was the first time I honestly felt like it, it was missed that there were no fans because that was like a series also that was very, you know, the Lakers had, had full control of that series from the beginning. So I was like, okay, this would be a great time to see LA fans getting emotional and to see all the different, you know, people in the fans, in the stands cheering and everything. So as you mentioned though, it never really felt any different it was exciting. It was, it was remarkable. I know I was one that was very skeptical about whether or not the NBA would be able to safely return. And when Adam Silver was announcing his plan and, and, you know, the players were considering whether or not they were returning way back when, which seems like forever ago now, back in the beginning of the summer, it was kind of that realization, like, is this actually possible? But also Andrew, as we saw, not only did they return, they returned in a historic fashion whether it was through continuing the Black Lives Matter and social justice conversation, whether it was through um, the historic records that we saw made, not only the NBA, but also in the WNBA in that respect. But what are your thoughts on just the overall product as a basketball fan, having seen them do such a great job of balancing between all the different aspects of what's going on in society and what's going on on the floor? Yeah, I thought it was great because that was the goal going into it. Uh, Players wanted to use their platform, and I think they did a great job of doing it. And the NBA did a great job of doing it as well. Um, And the WNBA, which is not talked enough, man, they really, they did an outstanding job of doing just that. I thought it was great. And with the, with the numbers and the, and that was kind of a prediction of mine that the numbers and the gameplay would look a lot different. And I think we did see that. But it also affected some players like, you know, I think a Russell Westbrook kind of feeds off the crowd. So mm-hmm. it, it might hurt, hurt a player like him, but it obviously helped a bunch of guys. I think we see Jamal Murray uh, reach, you know, make the leap. We'll see if he if he could play like that for a full season. That would be crazy. And he would be a legit superstar. So there's a lot of guys like that, you know, and we'll have to see how they'll play going forward. It'll be interesting to see if GMs and decision makers move off their priors and how seriously they take the bubble numbers in terms of gameplay Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it definitely is very interesting to see the way that players adjusted. Now, as you mentioned, there were some that struggled a little bit more, it seems like, without having fans there, but others that really blew up in the bubble. And that was like a breakout period for them, whether it was players like, I'll even even put um, Devin Booker and looking at TJ Warren, some players that were sent home a little earlier, John Morant, that really solidified themselves and cemented themselves as as a top or rising NBA player. But then also um, the greatest part about this is now it's like, okay, how do they, how do they progress off of this? How do they continue to grow off of this to use this momentum for next season? So coming up, we continue breaking down what we saw from this past season in the NBA. This episode of Locked on Wizards is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts, customers, online for 20 years and you can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers and they have everything guys everything from edging control modules brake parts tail lamps motor oil even new carpet so whether it's for your classic or daily driver or maybe you're a do-it-yourselfer you can get all the parts you need with a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door i don't know what gets much better than that delivered to your door sign me up well the rockauto.com catalog is easy to navigate and you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle choose the best brands and prices you prefer so best of all prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers so why spend up to twice as much for the same parts i don't think it makes sense i'm a bargain shopper i'm all for saving you should be too so go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we here at locked on wizards sent you again it's amazingly low prices a great selection and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com go check it out this is jake from locked on locked on has teamed up with state farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in nba history After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Renee Washington here, host of Locked on Wizards. We've got Andrew Salop, former professional basketball player who played a decade of pro ball and also the host of Combos Court podcast on the show as we are talking around the NBA, looking back at what we saw this past season, recapping all the work the NBA did to successfully return. Now, of course, we're still not sure when next season will start. We are hearing some mixed reviews tentatively aiming for that January 2021 start. But as I was actually just having a conversation around the other day, 
who knows? It could potentially be later, depending on how COVID shakes out. We are still seeing a number of positive cases coming out. I know I we just saw the news of the, the Atlanta Falcons had to cancel their practice on Thursday because of a number of players, four players that had tested positive. Between all the leagues, uh, we saw Nick Saban in college football who tested positive. Right now, a lot of uncertainty around the future. So we're not sure when the next season will start, but we're continuing to look back on last season, Andrew, and talking around what we saw from the NBA, from the players, and what the league did, piecing together this NBA restart, which was magnificently done. So, I mean, as a basketball player, in looking back and now having had a chance to, to see the way the restart played out, I know the conversation on it being very beneficial more for, for shooters and the way the setup was, Yeah, you know, that is something that, that I agree upon. It's just that, that it really helps to really use that opportunity when there are no fans honestly, for some, probably better <laughs> in that sense to get going. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the greatest shooting performances I've ever seen, and I said this before, the it's well documented on my podcast, have been in small gyms, not in big arenas. You know, yeah. you could lock in in small gyms. It, it, the depth perception is just different, and we saw that during the bubble. Uh, it didn't surprise me at all that we saw some crazy shooting performances and, and crazy numbers. Uh, it, it was it was cool to watch. It was... Uh, it, it even had a video game feel to it. You know what I mean? It definitely had a video game feel to it. And that's yeah. something that it took me a little while in the beginning to get over because with the, the audio that they were adding in and the look of it, I felt like I was watching 2K. Yes. Like, Agreed. <laughs> it didn't feel, and then also it just didn't feel real because it's like, all right, wait, really? The NBA's back. And so the beginning part of the restart during the scrimmages and everything, uh, I just could not wrap my head A little head weird, on. right? A little weird. It was a little weird. It was definitely yeah. a little weird. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm with oh, you. I'm with Do you have a favorite moment from the NBA restart? A favorite moment? Aside wow. I, I really. Championships. Yeah. yeah. Wait, 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 say that again. I said, aside from the championship itself. Man, a favorite moment. Really seeing Jamal Murray take that leap, I thought was amazing. And watching him and Jokic doing their thing. Um, mm-hmm. Watching Rockets basketball when it was working was was a moment for me. I, I like that. I like because they tried something different. I think they just ran into the wrong team. I think they could have beat any other team in the bubble. Me personally, I, I know a lot of people wouldn't agree with me, but I like the move they made. They doubled down on what they did well. I think they just really ran into the wrong team. So watching them play was a uh, was great for me. I, I really enjoyed the, seeing them do something a little bit different. You know, it's a great point you bring up because of the fact they tried to play small ball which was very effective, especially in the, in the bubble when you yeah, now yeah. have, it's, it's, a, it's a shooter's gym and right. you have a chance to just do what you do best, which is knock down shots. But against a team and the Lakers who have the height and the versatility yes. to match up with you on the perimeter, but also have players that can run the floor. It's not traditional bigs. Um, you, you definitely do see the fact that they ran into a, a, a better opponent in the Lakers. Now it makes you wonder, had they played someone else, had things been a little bit different, shoulda, coulda, woulda, and all the ifs in the world. Yeah. Knows that they're on the other side of that Western conference run and matched up with maybe the nuggets or the Clippers, if that would have been different for them, but interesting. A lot of teams ran up to the ran up against the wrong team and not only the Lakers, but also I'll say the nuggets, the heat, um, the, you know, the fact that we saw those two teams specifically really take over 
in the bubble and and solidify themselves as top teams in the leagues as well and put some respect on their names. So coming up, we've got teams still in the search for a head coach, and we're going to be discussing that right here on Locked on Wizards. Let me tell you guys about the delicious treat that's going to allow you to snack healthy. That's right. You can do both. If you know me, you know I have a sweet tooth. I enjoy cupcakes, cookies, brownies, all the sweets. And Built Bar actually has delicious flavors. Let me just run down some of my favorites. Cookies and cream, double chocolate, mint brownie, salted caramel. Yes, caramel, not caramel. And peanut butter brownie. Delicious. All bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew and they're healthy. So it's great if you are on a keto diet or working to lose or maintain weight, you can do all that while snacking on a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. And I definitely recommend Built Bar. So if you head over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On, you'll get $10 off your next order. Now you can save money, eat healthy, and eat delicious. Doesn't get any better than that. So go ahead on over to BuiltBar.com to try the best tasting protein bars. And I can guarantee you from me to you, you will not regret it. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Andrew Salop, former professional basketball player and host of Combos Court podcast on the show with me, your host Renee Washington here on Locked on Wizards as we're now taking a look at the coaching vacancies. The New Orleans Pelicans, the Los Angeles Clippers, Houston Rockets, Indiana Pacers, and the Oklahoma City Thunder, all still searching for a head coach. And honestly, I could see one of these teams naming their head coach sometime within the next week. So I'm calling it here. I'm calling it now. Now, we also saw Steve Nash being named head coach of the Nets. Just a lot going on right now across the head coaching positions. And it seems like we're getting closer to a decision. So I want to get your predictions because I think we're close. I could see in the next week, honestly, that we're going to have a, a new head coach for, for at least one of these teams. So looking first at the Clippers. Who do you think is going to be the shoe? And I know Sam Cassell and Tyron Lue have been two names that have that have come up in that head coaching race. You know, who do you think is going to be the one that can step into that role? Well, Ty, Ty Lue needs a certain amount of money, and Steve Ballmer could provide that. 
So I, I think that uh, that's a big one, you know, and uh, he's already familiar with Kawhi and Paul George. Uh, you know, if he doesn't, there's also some good assistants like uh, Darvin Ham, Wes Unsell Jr. I know Sam Cassell's been, uh, he's been uh, interviewed for the job. So I think the, the front runner is Ty Lue, but also Steve Ballmer could come out of nowhere and just pay anybody a whole bunch of money and get them there, you know? So he might be thinking real big. So we'll see what he does. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a, a race there. As you mentioned, uh, for the Clippers, not only have we heard Ty Lue's name brought into the mix, but Mike Brown, Jeff Van Gundy's name keeps getting brought back. Yeah, Jeff Van Gundy's like every team, right? Except every maybe team. like, except maybe OKC in Indiana. He's probably- Do you think Jeff Van Gundy deserves to be a head coach somewhere? Oh yeah, him and Mark Jackson, for sure. I could see Mark Jackson. I'm not sold on Jeff Van Gundy. And I, I don't, I'm not a Van Gundy fan, to be honest. Um, wait, even, wait, even in the media? Oh you know my! Oh, we like have a, we 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 have a big disagreement here. I love listening. I you love know listening what I to think Van Gundy. People game. like about Jeff Van Gundy in the media is that he always says things that just get a reaction out of you. Not always a good one. But Sometimes but, but yeah, but that's his personality. That's He's his just personality. Himself. No, exactly. He's, yeah, that's him. That's his personality. I think he always says something to get a. a arise out of you where like you're watching the game and you're like Jeff come on like <laughs> so you know I I have a, a very you know I don't I don't like to bad talk anybody in the media um so I think Most Jeff definitely. I understand what my you're way saying. of saying how what I want but, Je but but Jeff and Mark are <laughs> Jeff Mark and Breen are probably my favorite trio honestly. they are they are uh, they do balance well off of each other as a trio I will give you that I will give you yeah. that yeah yeah, so there I, it is. I mean, it's a lot of the, for a lot of these teams, it's a lot of the same names, you know, we're hearing a lot of Van Gundy, a lot of Ty Lue. I know um, Stan is, uh, we're hearing him with New Orleans. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a lot of the same names here. I hope Becky Hammond gets maybe, you know, maybe somebody will give her a shot. That would be nice too. That would be yeah. nice too for Becky be Hammond cool. to get into yeah. one of these positions. Yeah, yeah I know it cool. is right now definitely seems like a shuffling of the, of the coaches in this coaching carousel. I remember when I, I remember when I was playing over. I remember when I was playing overseas. It would just be like the same coaches over and over again. One guy, one guy got fired one week. He'd be on the team you're playing against the next week. You know, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So where, I. Where did like you wait? I got one question for you. Where did your dad play? Because I know your dad played overseas. Oh yeah, yeah. He played in Halifax. Oh okay, cool, mm -hmm. cool. Canada, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's. Where he 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 played some overseas pro ball too. That's what I always tell people. I'm like, I actually come from a, a sports family. Not only did soccer was big for me, but actually all American from were, family. Right? Yeah, three yeah. times. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> tell him. Watch out. No, I'm just Watch kidding. Out. <laughs> got you. Got you. It does definitely seem like for the Clippers, Jeff Van Gundy, Mike Brown, um, Darvin Ham, Wes Unsell Jr. are in the mix. But I think Ty Lue and, and Sam Cassell might be front runners for that, just because they've actually been in the organization. I know Vince Carter was talking around the fact that it is difficult when you have so much change. The Clippers never figured it out last year. So to now have a whole new coach come in, Doc Rivers was, was getting this group specifically together. And now you have a whole new coach come in. It's like, Oh, got to change some more and figure each other out yet again. So to have a coach that's already been in the organization that can just step into that fold would I think make most sense to make this transition easiest, but we'll see what happens there. I know the Pelicans, We've been seeing some different names bounce around since Alvin Gentry's been 
dismissed or fired, whatever term you want to use, back in August. Uh, Jason Kidd's name came into the mix. Kenny Atkinson, Jacque And Long. Jason Kidd was another veteran guy. On the, yeah. He wasn't on the bench, but he, he, like, as we were talking before, Jared Dudley, LeBron, Rondo, they had Jason Kidd on the bench. That was big for the Lakers, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. And, and who knows? Do you think it's time for Jason Kidd to get back into a head coaching role? I do. I think he deserves another chance. I mean, he's a great, like Rondo, he's just a great basketball mind. And you can never go wrong with him, I think. Um, yeah, just yeah, one of the greatest, one, just one of the most underrated players and greatest basketball minds we've ever seen in this game, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think he was ready at first, I think. And in fact, I, that's what I'm curious to see how Steve Nash does as well in Brooklyn. Um, sometimes it just needs some time. to. Steve Nash, Steve Nash seems to be more of a people person than uh, Jason Kidd, right? I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yes. Maybe it'll I mean, work. He's, we'll got some, he's got some strong personalities there in Katie and Kyrie that he's got to work with, but at least he's worked with Katie before and with Golden State. So that's going to be interesting in itself to watch how that unfolds. But Pelicans, um, I'm hearing a lot of Stan Van, by the way. I don't know if you heard that as well. Oh, yeah. 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 I have. Yeah. I have. Stan's yeah. name also gets thrown into the Van Gundy, man. Their names are always getting brought up into the mix. Every time there's a coaching search open. Wait, has Van Gundy? been out of coaching for for over 10 years at least right way over 10 years yeah it has to be yeah and and yeah. any every year every year yeah every year yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's true it's true it's true you're right every single year. and i don't even know if he wants to get back into i mean i don't need i haven't that's my thing that's what i did because they a lot of times they don't come out and say it but i think jeff has made it clear recently that he does from what i remember does want to get back into coaching he does ah, recently i i've heard that maybe may, may, Maybe I'm wrong, but I think I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for him and Mark Jackson, uh, specifically looking at the fact they've been working in as media, you're connected to the game. You've been following the teams and the players. So yeah, to step back in as a coach might be able to just pick up where, you know, and, and step right in and go. Uh, So we'll see what happens. I mean, I think the Clippers are the closest to making a decision. OKC since Billy Donovan left, who's now coaching the Chicago Bulls. Not really seeing much of a push there. Uh, some names that have been bounced around, but Kenny Atkinson, sure. I think uh, Maurice Cheeks. Yeah. I think they want somebody that uh, Hardy. I mean, you know, Kenny Atkinson, Maurice Cheeks, and Kenny Atkinson would be good. I think they need somebody who's good with player development. You know, they got a lot. They do players. because they're going to yeah. be in a different phase now, especially if Chris Paul's not in OKC. If let's say this does happen, where he is moved to Milwaukee, for example. They're in rebuild mode at this point. You know, you've yeah. got, a, you've got, you still got some pieces and and Dennis Schroeder and. Uh, yeah, I like Schroeder's game a lot. I like Schroeder's game a lot. I do, I do, but they're still yeah. going to definitely need to build. So you're going to need yes. a coach that's more on the development side versus yes. teams like the Clippers who are in a ready to go, ready to win. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the Clippers will actually be better next year, but I don't think they'll be better than the Lakers. I think they'll be well, better than this year. Or the Warriors. I mean, the, the thing yeah. about next year, there's so many other um, teams, the Warriors and the Nets being the first two that come to mind, and definitely even the Wizards, I'm going to optimistically say they're going to be in the mix. Teams that are right now sitting back, kind of watching everything on play out, and between free agency and whatever offseason moves they're able to make, as well as draft picks they bring in, that next year should be priming themselves to be not only a playoff team, but a team that's right back in the mix of being a, a top team in their conference specifically looking at the Warriors and honestly the Nets I think they're gonna of course with Katie and Kyrie coming back healthy as well as having the Karis LeVert and if they're able to bring back Joe Harris and the players we saw in the restart Spencer Spencer's been very uh locked in on on uh cryptocurrency lately so you know (laughs) 
There you go. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes for all of them. There you, know? you go. There you go. <laughs> I like that. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us on both editions of Locked on Wizards this week. It has been a pleasure having you on the show. Where can people continue to follow you as well as your podcast? They could find me on Combos Court Podcasts, available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Um, on Instagram, you can find me at one two combo. That's O N E T W O C O M B L, and on Twitter, Combos Court C O M B O S C O U R T. Renee, thanks for having me. It was really fun. This was a great episode, uh, and uh, you're always welcome back on my show. Uh, perfect, perfect. I will take you up on that. So thank you so much for taking time to join me here on Locked On Wizards. It's been a pleasure having you. Anytime. Thanks, Renee. Now, before we wrap up the show, I do want to make note of some something that I saw. I don't even know if you want to call this breaking news, but that did come out on Thursday around Anthony Davis and the Lakers. Anthony Davis, according to Shams, has opted out of his $28.7 million player option and re-signed, plans to re-sign with the Lakers. Now, if you remember, on our Wednesday edition of the show, I did discuss the free agency options Anthony Davis, of course, being the most notable, most talented free agent across the board. Well, like I said, why would Anthony Davis lead the Lakers, especially coming off of a championship? Where is he going to go that is better, a better fit, better suited to step into a, a championship for next season than the Lakers? You're playing alongside one of the best players ever in the NBA, and you're on a team that is still in contention coming off of the 2020 championship to win it again next year. Yes, I said it to win it again next year. They're, of course, going to bring in some other pieces. I expect that the Lakers will not have the exact same team moving forward for next year. I think they're, they have seen the areas they need to fit in terms of and, and change in terms of depth and versatility, bringing in some more shooters. But it would not make sense for Anthony Davis to go anywhere else. So by no surprise, Anthony Davis plans to opt out of his player option and re-sign with the Lakers. Are you smelling a two-peat? Because I am. <laughs> now, I do think that the Lakers have a lot of potential to win it again. It is so early. It's only October. But I have, I, I have made some claims before that have been correct, this being one of them. This is not a big major claim, though. I mean, anybody I'm, I'm pretty sure could assume AD was coming back. But I do know prior to the championship and earlier on in the season, a lot of people were saying this is a, a, a winner bust season for the Lakers because AD would not be coming back because originally it was just a one-year deal. Well, look, guys, they not only won it, but he's coming back. So everybody that was saying, oh, they're not going to win. This is the last chance for LeBron to get a title. This is it for the Lakers. One and done. They're not going to do well this season. Then AD is going to be out. Well, they did pretty well, to say the least, winning a championship. And it's pretty safe to say that Anthony Davis had no reason to leave, which is why it is not surprising that he is staying. So we'll see how the other players that are available in free agency. I wouldn't be surprised if Goran Dragic also does sign back with the Heat. I know he's also a free agent, as we talked about on Wednesday. But the other players that we discussed across free agency – players like Hassan Whiteside and, you know, the different available options that are on those teams, like a Brandon Ingram with the Pelicans that are on the cusp, but not there yet. Do you stay? Do you make that leap? If a team, a better team is giving you a better option um, or maybe even not a better financial option, but just a better option towards a championship. Do you take that chance? Huh? Lots to wonder, lots to, to speculate around, but we'll continue to see how free agency unfolds 
Thank you guys for joining us for another edition of Locked on Wizards as we're continuing to discuss all that is going on around the NBA. We had Andrew Salop on the show today, host of Combos Court Podcast, former professional basketball player. He will be back tomorrow as we take a deeper dive into the league, looking at specifics around not only the teams, but specific players, comparing players, and also analyzing the Wizards season as we look ahead for next year. Be ready to catch all those details, so hit that subscribe button to keep up with our show each and every day. Have a great Thursday, and I'll see you guys back here tomorrow for our final edition of the week for Locked on Wizards. Washington, out. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.